is almost daily the operative word family appears in today's New York Times story entitled In Heroin Crisis, White Families Seek Gentler War on Drugs. The blatant truths that one, for example, the health insurance industry is behind the triage, profit margins are threatened by the severity of opioid crisis, or two, a retributive justice system offers some but very scant solutions, or three, heroin and fatal overdose are the end games of disordered opioid use, and truly, four, family investment is the end game of it all. The healthcare system is in no position to offer hope or resolution of any consequence. Interdiction efforts are inadequate to deflect the supplies that clamoring American users line up and pay for day after day. Prescriber behavior that unleashes innocent, non-junkie use has been raked over the coals well enough. Families have inestimable hidden power. They have the opportunity to invest their own energies, time, priorities, and limited funds to reset the course for those whose disordered use is in question. My suggestion is to forget, to a great extent, what the health industry is going to do about it. Stop wasting time and money with an institution that is, after all, a business that must profit financially, at least, to show up as managers of health care. The family disease concept has been swept aside by families now for decades. The addictions treatment establishment has offered, taught, and prodded families that mostly don't get it. The ones that do get it are far more likely to become agents of change with their drug-compromised loved one, be they son, daughter, sibling, or spouse. In clinical practice as a long-term recovering addict, I have offered families guidance in the form of therapeutic family coaching for years. Under assigned consent for their treatment, if they elect that approach, I have been able to help them make the difference. They become the silver bullet. But mostly families decline. Over the past four to five years into the opioid crisis, most families have declined my offer of professional clinical assistance, even without requirement of payment. They aren't the problem. It's the medical prescribers, the laws, the psychotherapeutic providers, the stigma, the self-help communities. Until families become willing to suffer the inconvenience of family recovery, the potential for ongoing addiction and fatal overdose will remain prominent. Medical prescribers can improve in their care delivery, including the provision of authentic integrated care and medication-assisted treatment, also known as MAT, versus treatment-assisted medication. The legal system can improve by balancing between retributive justice and restorative justice. The psychotherapeutic treatment community can improve by demanding family engagement or declining the much-preferred, please repair our damaged member, we're okay requests for incomplete intervention. The media, both public and private, can continue its destigmatization efforts. The self-help communities can improve in their heroic efforts by taking care of themselves and living the new truths they have found by personal investment in health and wellness. Why wait? None of these other entities have the power to affect change. Families do. Until families stop looking for somebody else to fix the problem, they will continue to lose the life and the luster of their loved ones. If you'd like to offer a comment or ask a question, please send a voice memo or email to heroinetruth at gmail.com.